1: Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
2: All right, never a bad day when this is the first song you hear when you wake up. At least not for me anyway. It is uh, Bowerly on News Radio 9:30, WBEN, Tanner Saunders, uh, doing a magnificent job at Master Control, making the magic happen. And again, uh, Tanner, when we did the uh, show yesterday from the SPCA serving Erie County, I must applaud and commend you on a-, a phenomenal job. That is not an easy show to do. Not for me, not for David, and not for you but you pulled it off magnificently. Thank you for your dedication, your perfection, and your hard work. Really, you did a great job, bro.
1: Thank you very much. I appreciate it. I don't want to take all the credit because I think you guys got the harder job in the uh, the the partnership. I just got to press a couple buttons every couple minutes, but uh, I appreciate the kind remarks. That's a that's a sweet thing to say.
2: Well, I'm not I'm not gonna lie. It it, it, it it's draining. the The radiothon is definitely a draining program. You might not think it. I mean, it look it's not like uh, you know I'm outside chopping down trees or something like that. Not it's not like a heavy lifting job but um, mentally it is, <laughs> mentally it's draining. And it's also distracting because it's not every day you're doing a radio show and you see a miniature horse walking in front of you. It's like, wait a minute, am I am I hallucinating? Is this is this some kind of a horrible flashback because I listened to Black Sabbath backward once? I mean, is that what's going on here? But it was just the miniature horse that they have. Anyway, welcome to the show, Bowerly and uh, David Bellavia is going to be joining us in the five o'clock hour here on WBEN. So it'll be an hour's worth of Bowerly and Bellavia. And uh, David and I, we have been so busy over the course of the past 24 hours. We haven't even had a chance to sit down and say, okay, let's map out the show. So anything is likely to happen in the five o'clock hour today on WBEN. So stay listening. Now, uh, this whole show started out with beavers. And I know that David talked about the beaver issue in Orchard Park. And some beavers in Orchard Park end up dead. Others get a lesser sentence. I guess it depends on whether it's the Southern District of Manhattan or whatever. Uh, but, no, they they get a uh, – uh, you cannot transport beaver. All right? It's not good for the beaver. Uh, it's too stressful for the beaver. Um and we're getting a lot of information about beavers. But what, do, do you have in your neighborhood an infestation of anything? And it dawned on me when we're talking about beavers that we did shows about rat infestations. Remember the programs we did where Tonawanda and Amherst were being overrun by rats? And a big reason is people like your humble host who used to feed the birds in the backyard and I was attracting rats. And once that was brought to my attention, I ceased feeding the birds. And my logic was okay, if God put birds on this earth, God also put natural bird food on this earth. The birds don't need me. I do have a couple of bird houses in the backyard. I do have a bat house, but I've never seen a bat in it. It should probably come down. Uh, but uh, do you have an infestation? Does anybody else have a snake infestation like the lady you called in the last hour? Can you imagine filling up a bath for yourself and a snake head poking up through the drain? You don't think she was pulling our leg, do you? 803-0930-STAR-930, 1-800-616-WBEN. 616 uh, is Dick in uh, Lockport. Dick, uh, what's, on, what's on your mind today? Beavers, uh, snakes, what do you have for us?
3: I'll tell you, Tom. I'm very familiar with the snake house. Uh, and uh, f- first of all, I'm very protective of the snakes. Uh, we've moved from Willie Drive in Williamsville to Lower Mount Road in Lockport. And uh, I'm going to jump around a little bit uh, with my snake story. <laughs> uh, the snake head came out of the shower drain. It's We're on the escarpment, mm-hmm. and it's a basement uh, um, bathroom. Uh, so the snake came out of the shower drain. My mother took care of that. She spotted it. <laughs> and also the snake came out of the laundry tub uh, drain. So she's uh, uh, very conscious. She plugs those up. Uh, So those are two things. And, again, I'm going to jump around. We found a snake on the top of the stove in the hallway, and it is a a stone home from 1914, uh, outstanding home on the escarpment. And look at These snakes have lived here for who knows how thousands and thousands of years. I'm very protective of them. They live here. We're the intruder. And also, too, in the uh, stately front entrance, there's a— seven foot by eight foot concrete pad original from 1914 and there's a den uh, under this concrete pad. There's cracks in the concrete and you can see them at any time poke their heads out of these cracks (laughs) and they go in and out of these cracks alongside uh, the front of the house here there and everywhere and there might be five, six snakes poking their heads out at at any one
2: time. Uh, Uh, Kind of doing the prairie dog thing.
3: Uh yeah, you got it, and and they're very tuned in. They know when you're walking around. Uh, they have their heads stuck out, and <laughs> in, in a split second they'll go back into the hole uh, to protect themselves.
2: So. Now, I, Dick, I, I'm gonna just uh, I'm gonna have a conversation with you here on W B E N. There's, there's, okay. If you have, in Niagara County, one of those beautiful stone homes that your humble host happens to love, do you also have a problem with snakes? 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. Now, Dick, I'm going to surprise you, perhaps, I absolutely love snakes. I think snakes are so incredibly cool. And where I used to live, an apartment complex in Amherst, there were about maybe six to a dozen of the biggest garter snakes you would ever Mm -hmm. see in your life. And I'm not exaggerating, and I actually took videos to prove it. They must have been a good six inches around Uh, And and that's pretty good girth uh, and probably four to five, maybe even six feet long. I could not believe how huge these garter snakes were. I've never seen. I, I didn't think they got that big. I've
3: never seen the diameter of uh, our snakes. Uh, they're just normal. Uh, well, they must have
2: had a good meal, Tom. <laughs> well, Some way. But they, they, they. But, but I mean, I'm relating to what you're saying because these snakes, they, they lived in holes in the ground. Okay, all you could see was like a hole. And then periodically, Mm -hmm. every afternoon, the sun would be out and the snakes would emerge from their holes. And they'd be Mm -hmm. sunning themselves on the grass as if they owned the place, which I guess they did in snake world, snake land. Mm -hmm. Um, Have you all see a lot of people get uh, very, very terrified by snakes. Uh, Jim Stafford, uh, American songwriter, wrote a song back in 73, 74. The refrain was, I don't like spiders and snakes. Well, Mm -hmm. I like both spiders and snakes. But snakes, to me, are especially cool. Uh, And for the most part, the snakes around here are not lethal. There are, obviously, some exceptions. There are the occasional rattlers in parts of the area. Uh, Like Mm -hmm. the uh, 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 Alabama swamps, I've heard, have rattlesnakes Mm -hmm. in them. Um, But, you know, you you said that you're very protective of them. Do you have any – have you ever called in an expert to explain the situation to you? Because I'd want to know how this whole thing started with the snakes. Not not at all.
3: Uh, The idiot from uh, Texas, Craig, my cousin (laughs) – he uh, was real cruel in telling my mother to put uh, uh, one substance or another. Uh, uh-uh, no. What I, what I, uh, not five or ten snakes in the in the tall garbage can, Tom. They, she had upwards of twenty plus snakes.
2: Okay, and, you you need uh, to you need to hold on, Dick, because if yeah. you're if you're talking snakes, I gotta. I did not. Un- okay, what is up with these stone houses and snakes? What is go is this common with stone houses? Because you guys don't know this, but when your humble host is driving through Niagara County um, along the escarpment, in particular, um, you you come into this like when you're going up to uh, uh, Wilson, was it Wil- Wilson Boathouse? Um, yeah, it's got to be Wilson. When, when you're when you're driving up to Wilson Sunset Grill, when you're driving up there uh, from where I live, you hit this area where there is this wide open expanse of beautiful Niagara County country. And it is absolutely a feast for the eyes and those magnificent old stone houses. But I had no idea that for whatever reason, uh, these stone houses, at least according to callers, seem to be havens for these Colonies of snakes. Uh, let's get back to Dick in Lockport, who also has one of those majestic, beautiful stone houses. But his does not go back to eighteen fourteen or eighteen twenty or eighteen forty. He just goes back to nineteen fourteen, the year of uh, the Great War, World War One, starting. Right. So it's relatively, relatively new. Um, at what point uh, did you realize that you had a den? of snakes, a pit of snakes, a bed of snakes, a nest of snakes. There are many plurals that you can apply to a whole bunch of snakes. Was it right after you moved in? Uh,
3: I'd I'd say go back approximately 25 years. And uh, when five uh, snakes uh, pop their heads out of the cracks at different areas, uh, there's got to be a den. And they go in there, they come out, and it's unbelievable uh, watching them now. I'd like to jump around a little bit, Tom. Uh, My mother, for a number of years, thought I was taking them maybe a mile or two away up near some uh, desolate railroad tracks, which I did do. But then I said, hey, this is their home. Uh, So anyway, uh, no kidding, 20 plus or minus snakes in a a, a day's catch. So I would just bring them two doors away uh, to a house that I have, and I just set them in my yard. So, yeah. Yeah. So I I just bring them over by me, unbeknownst to her. Uh, She was suspicious. She kept uh, an evil eye out uh, to see what I was doing with the uh, garbage can of snakes. But also, too, getting back to the stone house, it's a field stone home. And these snakes can crawl, monkey their way through the stone. And uh, they've had nests in her flower boxes. And a couple of snakes made their way all the way up to the second floor. (laughs) up through and into an office area i uh i saw a a snake skin uh, maybe about two and a half feet long thicker and uh so they're here Uh, this is their home
2: well i could use some boots uh some new boots i'm just saying um so the when before you bought your house did you have a home inspector come in and take a look at the property and check out its mechanics and everything else
3: you no, know, that was uh, what uh, August of nineteen seventy. We were uh, pretty spry back then. We didn't we didn't give a hoot. Uh, <laughs> but uh, as the years passed, uh, as a matter of fact, uh, my mother had all the flowers, all the colors of the rainbow in her front uh, uh, garden area, along with ivy, and she was petrified of the snakes. And she pulled out all that ivy beautiful ivy and uh thinking that that would curtail the snakes no there's they're still here
2: so well and uh, by the way you mentioned ivy and uh for those of us who did not uh get very far with cub scouts or take part in boy scout or any scouting activities um there is poison ivy around here i've been in backyards very close to my home where there is poison ivy and thank goodness the homeowner said something to me because i was about to touch it uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh,
3: get, get an app on your phone, Tom. Uh, take a picture of the uh, potential poison ivy and it'll spell it out for you.
2: That's clearly, I need an app to get through life these days. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, great call from uh, Dick. Uh, uh, what, uh, Tom, one uh, other thing. Well, hold on. I got to push you on hold if you got one other thing ahead, because go I, I got a break here for at news on WBEN. Um, this is absolutely fascinating. How many of you have problems with a lot of skunks in your yard? Uh, Not to be confused with politicians, although the resemblance is rather startling. Um, Skunks, uh, opossum. uh, There are so many critters that we have. Now, this whole conversation started because of what's going on with Orchard Park and the beavers. Uh, But unless you live in Orchard Park and unless you live near water, uh, anywhere in western New York that attracts beavers, they probably don't do it for you. Probably think, oh, look, a cute little beaver. Well, Beavers might be cute, but they're also, I hate to say it, very, very destructive. 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. Reminds me of that meme that's uh, on the Internet of this uh, house that is just completely engulfed in flames. And the meme says something along the lines of, look, I got the spider. Um which I would not recommend. Coming up on 428 News Radio 930 WBEN, it is Bowerly. I didn't realize how many lovers of snakes we had in the audience, but uh, you learn something new about you guys every day.
1: Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. I don't like
4: and
2: that ain't what it takes Jim Stafford. I talked to Jim Stafford once many, many years ago. Uh, no longer with us. Uh, it Apparently, he was just awestruck by the conversation. Uh, 438 at News Radio 930 WB, Yannis Bowerly. And I tell you, you guys um, absolutely amazed me, loves, because... Until today, I had no idea of the various kinds of infestations we have here in western New York. The last thing, because we started talking about the beavers in Orchard Park, and then I expanded the topic, and things have been a little bit hairy, perhaps somewhat scaly, uh, and reptilian. Uh, as the program has uh, progressed, uh, talking about uh, what what is your neighborhood uh, in, infested with as far as wildlife? Now, it might be beaver. Uh, my neighborhood is, I, I think it's safe to say, infested with deer. And there was a deer last night uh, on my street at the corner of one of the big streets that is the intersection. And I'm telling you, this thing was the size of a llama. I, yeah, I had to call somebody who was coming over and say, hey, I know you're a ways away, but just so you're aware, the deer are out in force tonight, and there is one the size of a llama, so uh, just beware, they're out, and they're always out, but this one was huge, Pro- probably the biggest deer I've ever seen on the street. Must have been eating the other deer, for all I know. 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. So you start with beavers, and you start talking about snakes, and who knows what else is going to come down the pike. Uh, Dick in uh, Lockport, who has a 1914 stone house on the escarpment. Uh, You must have done some research into this, Dick. Do, Do we have any idea, is it the escarpment itself that is conducive to the um, colonization by snakes, or is it, for some reason, the stone houses, which are conducive to a lot of snakes?
3: You got it, Tom. There's stone alongside the roadway, the bridges. Uh, they demoed, uh, widened the road, uh, 93 west and east, uh, maybe 35 years ago, and uh, dynamite, et cetera, et cetera. And there was, unfortunately, many, many snakes that got snuffed uh, by the blasting. But so I'd, I'd say it's the terrain, the stone foundation, the stone uh, all the way
2: around. Oh, that that is, uh, I, I got to tell you, to me, that's absolutely fascinating. I did not know this. And it, have you talked to neighbors who don't have stone houses? They just maybe have a, a, a wood house, uh, maybe a log cabin. Uh, do they have uh, similar issues with a proliferation of snakes
3: nothing that i've heard of uh what i'd what i'd like to tell you is uh we have the garter snakes and the milk snakes uh the milk snake is an aggressive snake and they do not get along my mother would put the milk snake in with the garter snakes and uh -uh, i separated them as soon as i could uh that that was cruel and um uncool
2: uh, and, and, you know, you, you one thing you haven't mentioned, and people have sent pictures in over the years, the water snakes. Ellicott Creek apparently is teeming with water snakes.
3: Hmm. I, I'm unfamiliar with the water snake.
2: Well, it's uh, it's pretty amazing. But those, those milk snakes, uh, they are very interestingly colored. They're red, they, yes. they're like red, and they've got white and black bands around them. Uh, they mm-hmm. you know they just look like a snake you wouldn't want to mess with too much
3: I'd say there was uh, a milk snake going along the west side of the stone home uh <laughs> i'd I'd say easily four feet pretty pretty thick and I tried to grab him uh but he was too strong and he
2: got away <laughs> he, he headed north uh, Dick you were outfought so, by a snake i'm yeah, I'm just yeah. saying that's uh, that's it, it, and also two
3: time uh, absolutely without question the there's a den under this uh this concrete uh pad slab they come year after year after year so uh, but
2: when when you sell this house you're going to have to disclose the the presence of all those snakes <laughs> you think i <laughs> absolutely uh, 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 uh I don't know. Some people like you and I
3: might like the snakes kicking around.
2: You know what? I I, got to tell you, as much as I like snakes, I would not want to live in your home because uh, I believe in a house for humans and outside for wildlife. Thank you very much. And the last thing I would want is to be taking a shower and have a snake poking its head up through the drain. Much as I love them. No, no, thank you. Thank you. Uh I, I appreciate the call very much um, great All right. great show yeah this, this this has been fascinating it really has been it's like even if you like spiders and i like spiders if you've ever been sitting on the couch at night watching tv and suddenly between you and the tv you see a giant spider on a web coming down from the ceiling oh you might like spiders and think they're super cool but the stealth they use i'm just saying they're the ultimate stealth personnel they still they still can uh, creep you out just a little bit. Uh let's go to Ken in East Aurora. Can't wait to find out. I thought for sure we'd have a lot more calls and we haven't had any about wild turkeys because tell you something they're big. You hit a wild turkey uh and your windshield is not going to fare very well. Ken in uh, East Aurora on WBEN. Welcome to the show.
4: Uh, thanks a lot, Tom. Hey, I'm not a herpetologist, but I did stay at a Holiday Inn once. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think you probably remember that commercial, don't you? Yeah, that's that's, that's <laughs>
2: funny because I've stayed at a few Holiday Inns uh, in my lifetime, sometimes just for an afternoon. Uh, but uh-huh. yeah. anyway, <laughs> what's on
4: your mind? Well, a couple of things there, you know, because like you said, I live in East Aurora and we have a plethora of all kinds of wildlife here, especially in my backyard. I have snakes, I have rabbits, I have fox, I have raccoons, I have deer. You just, you name it, we have something for everybody in my neighborhood. Uh, But what I have observed over the past number of years, that the snakes, like rock formations, either in the side of a creek or in a house, where they can get into, they feel safe, they can't be attacked, and also because of the fact that the, the rocks retain the heat, the snakes need to uh, keep themselves alive because they are cold-blooded animals. So rocks are definitely a good place for them to hang out. Oh.
2: that it, it, Okay, yeah, you, uh, you might or might not know the answer to this question, but I never really gave this any thought, but what predators does a snake have?
4: Oh, fox uh four-legged critters basically uh will go after sn- snakes uh cats my dog's actually gone after a few snakes around here uh we don't have a lot but i do have my neighbor has a rock wall for their garden mm. and i've run into several of them there i have a raised garden bed and they like to hang out underneath the raised garden bed you know, so it's warm and it's it's safe for them
2: owls i'm just looking this up owls hawks herons Rails, turkeys, crows, jays, robins, dogs, cats, mink, otters, skunks, raccoons, opossums, foxes, shrews, bullfrogs, and large predacious fish—I love that word—large predacious fish—they uh, are all the natural enemy of the snake.
4: Oh yeah, if you if you ever get a chance in the springtime and come out this this neck of the woods here by uh, the uh, American Legion post, we have a creek that runs by there. And there's a rock rock facing it's probably about a twenty or thirty foot drop. And when it's warm, you look down there and you'll see hundreds of freaking snakes near the near the uh creek is running right by there. Well, I'll be darned.
2: I, I do spend some time in Marilla, not too far from you guys at a certain establishment in Marilla, uh Kodiak Jack's. I'm very very mm-hmm. fond of, of that. I'm sure you've eaten there once or twice, but uh well, of course. Well, but but the the village of East Aurora, the uh VfW post of which you speak, where would that be located?
4: Uh it's right on center, uh going up going up the hill on the right hand side there. Um let's see, before you hit the high school definitely, it's probably about a mile and a half from uh Main Street
2: on Center Road. Oh, okay, within within sight of the big radio tower. Yeah. That's still standing up. And there was a doctor, we're not going to use his name, but there was a doctor used to have a practice on right in that area on Center Road in East Aurora.
5: Mm, I'm not familiar uh, with that. There, there but, was. Uh,
2: there was. His last name started with the letter C. Uh, thank you. Thank you very much. I uh, appreciate the call kindly from no East Aurora. 803-0930. Uh, Orchard Park has an issue with Beaver. What is the issue in your neighborhood? Mine, if I had to isolate it? would be deer and every year more and more and more deer and yeah you're not supposed to feed deer it's not good for the deer it might make you feel good to throw an apple to the deer but you're not doing the deer any favors in the long run because you're attracting deer they herd together and they spread disease one to the other and it's hard to put a mask on a deer. Uh, Let's go to uh, Scott in Buffalo on WBEN. Hello, Scott, what's on your mind, sir?
5: Tom, how are you? Uh, I'm in the- uh, I'm
2: fascinated by the callers today have been fascinating.
5: Yeah, sure. So I'm in the North Park or uh, Central Park area, North Buffalo. And when I'm outside at night having my cocktail, smoking a cigarette or whatever, I've been hearing coyote. And I believe they're all in Shoshone Park.
2: Oh, yeah. yeah. When when the first time you heard a coyote, what did you think you were hearing?
5: Uh, that's a really good question. I was in Ithaca out in the country, and I heard about 45 or 50 of them. And I thought it was little kids screaming and crying. Hmm. And it, it was absolutely terrifying.
2: First time I heard one. Uh, was <laughs> I was living, oddly enough, in the same place that had the giant snakes in the summertime. I literally thought a woman was being attacked in the field by my apartment. I literally thought, oh, yeah. my goodness, there's a human being in trouble. I need to go out and check what's going on. And uh, then I realized, upon hearing it again once I was outside, that's not a human. That's a coyote. Yeah,
5: it's pretty pretty wild. Have you ever heard a deer scream?
2: Um no I've heard I've heard uh rabbits or the eastern hare I've heard those things scream especially when they're being attacked by a a predator but I've never heard a deer scream
5: have your uh, have your guy Google it it is and play it on the air for people people will not believe what it sounds like when deer get scared they let out this horrible scream. And it's like, I'm not going to try
2: to emulate it, but it's crazy. Uh, We'll have Tanner get right on that. Deer scream. Uh, Scott, hold on if you have something you'd like to add to that. But uh, anyway, I mean, this is what it sounds like when doves cry. Wait, that's a different thing altogether. Sorry, that was a Prince
1: song. All
2: right, have you found the sound of a deer screaming, Mr. Saunders?
1: Yes, I have. I found in an amateur video, so I'll just uh, let it rock here. A deer screaming!
2: Wow, I've never heard that.
1: It just sounded like a dog barking to me.
2: It it, it almost sounded like uh, you, ever, you ever hear squirrels chittering away at each other when they're playing. Uh, yeah, it's like the strangest. If you can pull the sound of a squirrel, for those who don't know what a squirrel sounds like, um, here's. Scott. <laughs> <laughs> can you find a snake screaming how about the sound of a beaver can you find that uh here is uh, scott in buffalo you're on wben hello
5: hello so yeah so the the first time i heard a deer scream i was in the north woods of the adirondacks i was in a tent and i just built a platform on our property and i built it kind of in the deer trail so the deer were walking right up to the tent. So this deer walks up to the tent at like 4 in the morning, and I'm out cold, and it lets out that screen. Oh. I jumped out of that tent fast. I mean, it was like, holy cow, what is that, you know? Put a light on it, and there's a deer standing six feet away from the tent.
2: And what was he doing? Uh, just looking at me like, uh, hey, what are you doing here? <laughs> Um, okay, but, you know, what's interesting is that he got within six feet of you in an area where he probably hadn't seen too many humans. I'm guessing that that's probably true. But, see, in my neighborhood, uh, we literally came home one night from a restaurant, and probably six or seven feet away from us as we exited our vehicle. There was this giant deer, and it was so cute because he he was peeking around the corner of the house at us as we entered the house. And, and the thing is about the deer, in the suburbs like Amherst, Williamsville, they're so used to people now they've become brazen. They'll come out in the middle of the day, and some of them will get to within two feet of you, and they're totally—they're—they're—it's almost like they've lost their fear of human beings. That's absolutely true.
5: So I—I I grew up in Williamsville on uh, Cadman Drive, and there's a woods behind my folks' place. Okay, when I was a kid, I'd go out there with my pellet rifle or whatever, and screw around but the deer would walk right up to you and the Mm. males would get very uh uh, they get very expressive if you will they they pound their hooves and uh you know breathe heavy and make make you a little nervous
2: have have you ever seen an angry goose uh
5: yes i have on the bike path they've tried to attack me
2: okay it 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 might sound really stupid but as mild-mannered as the Canada geese may seem, if you invade and encroach upon their territory, they will get super upset with you. And Tanner, uh, I know you're going to find the sound of an angry goose. An angry goose. Sounds like a vodka. No, that's gray goose. Uh, Scott, anything else from you, sir? No, thanks for having me on. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you for the call. 803 uh, 0930. David Bellavie is going to be joining me in the five o'clock hour here at uh, News Radio 930 WBEN. Um, I was thinking about maybe talking about Christmas movies. Uh, we'll see what David wants to do. We'll work it out in the five uh, o'clock hour. Uh, both of us, uh, you know, we had a great deal of fun at the SPCA serving Erie County yesterday, but I will be the first to admit that that is, as fun as it is, it is a draining experience. I can only imagine what it's like for the people at the SPCA because they start their day very early at the SPCA. We only do uh, four hours on the air, but uh, it <laughs> let me tell you something. Uh, you You know you've put in a hard day's work.